Are targeted ads stalking you? Here's how to make them stop. I just sent the article to Hanson. He's going to post it at our website, so you can find the link real easy. This is the idea that you're shopping for a washing machine. You do a little research. <laughs> right. You buy a washing machine. You won't need another washing machine for at least five years. Maybe 20. <laughs> <laughs> but you're going to get bombarded with ads right. for Days, weeks, months, or years. I'm still getting ads for wood splitters. Even though you buy one of these things. Right. You buy one of most things. Whether you're shopping for a pair of shoes or whatever. I I got this kind of shoe. I'm done now. Right. Anyway, so how do you make them stop? There is a way to do it. You got to go into the software and this and that. And we we posted the article, armstrongandgetty.com. The other tech thing that is interesting to me, though, is how Google... Google is scary. Google and Facebook are freaking scary. Yeah. The way this played out is is pretty interesting to me. And it shows you where our relationship is with these big companies. Is this ad related again? No, this is... Because I had one of those triple weird, wait a minute. Why am I getting targeted for that? I've never heard of that in my life until yesterday experiences. I had a conversation with my wife about it. Now I'm getting hit with it. What's going on with that? Well, and so, I tend not to fall for those coincidence things. I think, no, nah, it's reasonable. It's a common product this time of year or whatever. I'm just more aware of it. No, not in this case. So that's the, are they listening to you and then yes. targeting ads based on your conversation? Yeah. Well, uh, I, my, you know, my theory has been for a long time, if they can, I'm supposed to, be, they can, they've said they can, yes. I'm supposed to believe they're not out right. of the goodness of their heart. Right. Well, okay, well, this story will really back up my belief that if they can do it, of course they're doing it. So they're tracking you all the time, even if you turn your location history off. That story broke on Monday. Mm. So it's off for you. It's just not off for them. Yeah, so I can't. Unbelievable. Yeah, that's a good point. So I can't find out my location history, but the Google people can. (laughs) That's just fantastic. So this is a, a perfect example of they can... And because of it's some benefit to them, they are, mm. even though they were claiming they're not. Why would it be different for the listening on you? It's not. It's not. We I will mean, find it, out at some it point. It might be, but it would be a hell of a stretch to assume that. But here's the here's the scariest part to me. So that story broke on Monday. Their help page until yesterday afternoon still said, if you go into the location information stuff, it still said... Um, let me find the exact wording. This setting does not affect the other location services on your device. Uh, no, no, that's the new language. Uh, but, but, but. Previously, the page stated, with location history off, the places you go are no longer stored. That's what it said if you got into the language on your phone. Well, that's more or less correct. Until yesterday afternoon. Now, the media's been hounding Google since Monday, since the story broke, that, wait a second, we found out you are tracking us, even if we turn it off. Yeah. Google has made no official statements about it, because they don't have to. They don't feel like they have to. Right. And 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 then media observers, who are following this closely, noticed that just in the middle of the day yesterday, they changed their language, and they got rid of that whole, with location history off the places you go are no longer stored, and changed it to, this setting does not affect other location services on your device. <laughs> That's good. I uh, tip my cap to the lawyers for cooking up that innocuous-sounding uh, 1% milkish uh, language. Right. Very and, bland and, then, and very not noticeable. And then when everybody ex- uh, in the media, the, you know, the tech world exploded, said, hey, you just changed your language. You were claiming you didn't do it. You changed your language. What's up with that? 
And Google put out a statement. Well, right. It's still, that the language still, it's utterly unclear what they're doing. Right. The, the Google put out a statement. We have been updating the explanatory language about location history to make it more consistent and clear across our platforms and help centers. That was their statement that they put out yesterday afternoon. You know, Mark- So they're spying on you. Right. And then when they get caught, they put out some legal mumbo jumbo in a statement. And then and then don't talk about it or answer questions. Yeah. That's who you're dealing with with Facebook and Google. If Ike was still with us, he'd say, beware the tech industrial complex, yeah, no probably. Uh, you know, Mark Zuckerberg is clearly uh, the Antichrist. I mean, uh, theologians have, have joined together <laughs> with near unanimity and declared him the Antichrist. Wow. And, and, and Facebook is a force for malevolence uh, across the globe. But it is dwarfed by Google. When uh, Zuckerberg, we need to realize that. Yeah, when Zuckerberg, Berserkerberg was up there on Capitol Hill getting grilled, Senator, I don't know. I'll have my team get back to you, Senator. Uh, Google was just giggling, thinking, wow, look at him taking that kick. And well, we're doing all this stuff over here. He's a punk compared to us. <laughs> it reminds me of I'm an old guy, so I make old references in the Ghostbusters movie when you thought you were dealing with a scary demon, but then he goes behind the scenes and then the big demon comes out. I mean, it's, it's, it's Google. Google's a scary thing. If they had come on the scene originally, whenever Google showed up in the 90s or whenever, Google it. If they had shown up and announced that, by the way, by using Google, we will track everywhere you ever go. And do and, and say. And store that information. I don't know what percentage of people would say, I'm, I'm out that I'm not using Google. Some. Uh, but a lot of people would have said, I don't care. But right. uh, there'd have been a much larger percentage than now that would have said no freaking way, including, including me. Aware, awareness. I would have never gotten into Google if they'd announced. By, by the way, just with fair warning, as part of the whole thing, we track everywhere you go. Right. I would have been out. Right. But at this point, now that everybody's used to the modern world and our information being shared and you're used to using Google, I think they could announce it loud and wave a flag. Hey, we track everywhere you go, no matter what. I think most people would still use Google. I don't think it would have that much of an effect. Well, for the record, I'd still rather be ignorant than to learn something via Bing. And here's the and here's the great thing, of course. If Google's keeping track of it, it's available to hackers and the government whenever they decide they want to know everywhere you've ever been. They'll get it somehow. Sure. Yeah. Whether they subpoena it or just Google hands it over willingly or whatever goes on. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Why do you care? Why don't you lighten up? Back to China attacking us. He's paranoid, folks. This won't take long. Um, So the Pentagon announced yesterday, this sounds scary, but it makes perfectly good sense. China's military is training its pilot for long-range bomber missions to attack the United States. China! Right. We have been trained up to attack every country in the world for 70 years right <laughs> so have three so, different contingency plans for each of them oh yeah, yeah we we i'm sure we have got a plan that has been poured over on how to attack china by land air and sea sure from every direction in every circumstance right so we have our three options for obliterating swaziland let's move on to switzerland but these other countries because they didn't have the capability there was no point in coming up with a plan but now apparently china is close to having the capability for a full-on attack on the United States, and the Pentagon was just announcing that. So it's not as... It depends on how you look at it, I guess. I mean... First thing they're going to do is knock out on our internet and our grid, our power grid, because i got to believe our air defenses, you're not going to attack us via aeroplanes. Well, they got their own stealthy, long-range strategic bombers now. Uh, Whether or not they're better than our detection equipment, who knows until you try it out, I suppose. But, uh, yeah. 
So they, they, they would be, well, they'd be like Russia was back in the day and still is, capable of a full-on attack of the United States if it came down to it. we got to go old school on them. DARPA's got to develop a flock of uh, kamikaze geese that'll hurl themselves into the engines of their planes, get sucked in there and bring them down. Low tech, I know, but when they take out our grid, we're going to have to go with, you know, we're going to think out of the box. So we got to live as Americans in a long period of time where there was really only one nation on Earth that could pose a threat to us. Mm-hmm. And then they fell apart. Now there's another uh, giant nation that can... Uh, China! That could actually threaten That's us. That's the one, sir. Most every country on or every other country on Earth, every, they, they're, they're at the whim of history with half the nations on the planet. I mean, sure, yeah. They, they couldn't fend off anybody if they had to. You know, I'm not really worried about that with China. I mean, having grown up during the Cold War era, you know, that was that was some good. We're mortal enemies. We're in proxy wars all over the planet. We're bristling with arms pointing at each other. China and the U.S., we depend on each other, uh, you know, economically so much. There will be uneasy chapters ahead, but I just don't. I hope you're I don't right. I see China the, as a mortal enemy. The history yes. of the world is that, you know, the power and the rising power almost always clash at some point yeah. in, a, in a war. Well, I may not be around to see it, so uh, right. do me a favor, uh, throw some flowers or a bottle of gin on my grave when it comes true, but I think China's demographic situation is going to be so uh, so uh, crippling to them. Now they're, they're, they're a society that's aging like Japan. Practically. And now they're practically forcing people to have babies. Right, right. So, yeah, these things, they rarely go in smooth arcs, historically speaking. Our text line is 415-295-KFTC. The Vatican finally spoke out on that horrifying Catholic church abuse. I know Marshall's going to have that in his news. Probably ought to get to a present-day cover-up in the Catholic church. And... You know how it is, fellas. You like to kid each other. You rib each other. That's what guys do. Eh, be careful how far you go. A cautionary tale. Coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Here's a tease. This is my new specialty, the in-break tease. Or, uh, uh, yeah, I will, uh, I'll give you a little tease, and then I'll pay it off as soon as Joe's done talking about whatever he's going to talk about. Wow, so it's a little more immediate reinforcement. Yeah, exactly. Give the rats a piece of cheese. Right. Sorry to refer to you all as rats. Sorry. Your fancy rats, the pretty kind. People keep his pets. This is shaping up to be the first season in Major League Baseball history to what? Stay tuned for that. He played in 2018. And baseball's been around since the 1800s. But this Mm. is the first time this has ever happened, and it's got people who run the game really concerned. Really? How interesting. It is interesting. I'll stay tuned. I will, too. I don't have any choice. So, listen, I, uh, yeah, we'll get to to this a little later. Uh, This is is a cheery story. So, you know, fellas, how how, how we all like to kid each other? Like the old saying goes, uh, women give each other compliments they don't mean to show their friends. Guys throw insults at each other they don't mean to show their friends. Which women think it's strange, but it's uh, among guys, it's a, I can say this that sounds hostile, and normally we'd have to fight, but because we're friends, we're showing each other we're friends, 
by laughing and not reacting and the rest of it. It's, it's, it's very primal, but it's very important. So here you got the, these roofers in uh, beautiful Wisconsin. It's a mellow state, too. Wisconsin, people are generally very relaxed, unless they're screaming in the Capitol at Scott Walker. The Cheddar Curtain. <laughs> what? Anyway. You have uh, these roofers on the uh, the roof there doing their roofing, as roofers will. That's the best place to be a roofer. And uh, you got a couple of guys, uh, Miguel and Valez, who are buddies. In fact, Miguel stayed at Valez's house uh, for a time. And uh, apparently, Miguel um, had mentioned he didn't feel well. And, and, and they were chatting about it, and he finally admitted he thought he might have caught something from a woman with whom he had unprotected sex. And so as the day wears on, they're kidding this guy about having this disease or that disease or whatever. And uh, STD had, humor. He admitted he was getting, quote, really mad inside about being teased for this, allegedly believing that he, was, uh, he may have been drugged to work more, didn't feel right, thought he wasn't getting paid right. In short, he was getting madder and madder as they were teasing him about getting the clap. And at one point, he said to his good buddy, uh, Valez, hey, can you hand me that circular saw? And mm, fired it up and went to sawing on him. Then leapt off the roof and continued the job. Aye, aye, aye. So uh, my tip to you fellas is keep an eye on your buddy. If he seems to be boiling a little bit inside, maybe lift up the gas a little bit. Yikes! So, kill the guy, or oh yeah, yeah, dead as hell. Hmm. On the other hand, that's a rough way to go. You obviously got a crazy guy here, but you say, "Boy, I'm not feeling good today." Sorry to hear that, dude. You got you coming down with something? Yeah, I don't know. I had to sex with a skank, and I think I may have caught something. You know, <laughs> you, you may, please clap. You you may catch <laughs> a little <laughs> ribbing. <laughs> You may, you, what was our, our old uh, liner, little tape we used to play? It was about Re- phone callers. Well, yeah, phone callers. Remember, you may be the target of their hilarious ribbon. <laughs> For people who'd call and get upset when we, you know, cracked on them. Right, right. Maybe you uh, maybe you Pull wanna, the burn, as my son says. Pull the burn. <laughs> maybe you want to mention that on the work site before work gets started today, fellas. Yeah. Yikes. So, do you go to the baseball games? I love baseball. Do you watch the baseball? I, I've been watching too much baseball lately. I've just, I've, I, I love the game. I don't know what I'm going to do when I'm when I'm old, uh, but one thing I'd like to do is take in baseball. My grandma did that, and it just because baseball's perfect for it, you, but to take to really enjoy it, you got to take it all in. Yeah, it's it's not it's it's not the same thing to fast forward through it like you can NBA and NFL. No, it's still fun, but it's not the same thing because if you listen to a whole baseball game, especially if the commentators are good, mm-hmm. and baseball more than any sport, great commentators add to the pleasure so oh, much. Absolutely, but it's, baseball is and baseball is still a sport that is so good on the radio. Yeah, yeah. If if the commentators so are good, yeah. Anyway, uh, anyway, Owen too love the baseball. Um, Hello, anyway, Owen too. Uh, but as it says here in the New York Times, one thing you can learn from studying baseball's history is people have predicted the sport's demise many times since the 1880s, and still it hangs around, uh, including in my lifetime. It's you know seemed like it was uh, in trouble a couple of times and makes a comeback. <clears throat> this could be the first season in Major League history to feature more strikeouts than hits. Oh, and yeah. that really is worrying the league officials because 
hits are kind of, uh, they figured out in the NFL, oh, people like the scoring. They don't like the guy running into a pile and making a yard and a half at a time. Right. And so the game has changed completely and become more popular than it's ever been. Until roughly last year. Until roughly last year. You know, uh, it's all about home runs. Everybody swings for home runs now. I mean, literally. They've done, they've checked the physics. Everybody's understood. Yeah, home run, uppercut swing. You know, you get more home runs. People love home runs. Uh, But it's a lot more Ks these days. A K is a symbol, inexplicably, in the scorebook for a strikeout, folks. Yeah, it's become very feast or famine. The the teams have huge power numbers and very high strikeout rates, but the whole, you know, get a guy on first base, bunt him over to second, kind of the, the nuanced and the tacticians of the game is kind of disappearing. Well, they show the lineups before every game and what the batting averages are. It is a rarity. Is it, it is an extreme rarity. Anybody's hitting 300. It's it's one guy on either t- on both teams might be hitting three. Is that making it more watchable or less watchable in terms of it being popular? Seems like more strikeouts and hits for the first time in 140 years. Yeah. Uh, ought to be something. Yeah. I don't want to get too sportsy, but All right. I'm a fan of small ball. I think it's exciting. It's fun. I agree. You know, you get a base hit, you steal a base, you bunt them over, etc. I like bunts and intentional walks. <laughs> Michael. The intentional walk. Michael. That's a good one. Hey, did you know what they're doing now with that? The manager just says, hey, we're walking him. And he goes to first base. Finally. You don't have to throw four pitches Finally. outside as some sort of test of whether you can play catch successfully. <laughs> All sorts of stupid rules involved. Um, we going to get into uh, more of the Catholic Church stuff at some point? Yeah, or, yeah. Uh, cover up. I-, I tell you what. It is about... Uh, the Catholic Church thing is about Catholicism in a way in that it's very hierarchical. Um, but there are a lot of things that are hierarchical, and I think it's about power. It's about power and how people hang on to power and how if doing the right thing will diminish their power or the power of the institution, they'll do the wrong thing over and over again. The guy that raped a seven-year-old girl who was in the hospital getting a tonsillectomy, for instance, the oh, priest that God. showed up to uh, give her comfort. Yeah. Um, was he that kind of guy and joined the priesthood so he could have more access? I mean, joining the priesthood is like getting a Ph.D. It's a long slog right. of school and time. Yeah. Um, or, 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 or was he kind of twisted and the power twisted him? That's what I wonder. Well, you got another guy who is guilty of child rape. Mom went to the authority, went to the priest, went to the bishop, went above him, et cetera, et cetera, filed all the papers. And they said, yeah, we're going to get him some counseling and all, and then transferred him around. He touched some more kids, and they ended up giving him a glowing recommendation to go work at Disney World. Wow. That's unbelievable. Yeah. And is there a single human being that's going to go to jail out of this report that just came out? I don't know. Well, there are a couple of guys who might face charges. With thousands of victims. Right. What's coming up in your news, Marshall? We do have the Vatican's response to that report coming up. Also, more about the massive fire tornado that ripped through Redding, California, and Tesla's shares are falling after another surprising development surrounding CEO Elon Musk. Hmm. So... He's having a rough year, according to an article I just yep. read. He says it's the toughest year of his life. He might be losing it. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Looking up at Good Morning America, 
Girl who pushed friend from bridge speaks out for the first time. Oh, boy. I don't know if you've been following that story. We haven't mentioned it, I don't think. No. Um, uh, maybe briefly. Talked about her ribs, come to think of it. Her punctured lung. So I just went out to uh, check on my uh, truck because it was driving a little funny on the way, and I got a flat tire again. Remember I had a flat tire really? not that long ago? I've had like four flat tires in my entire life and two in a couple of weeks. What's going on there? Brand new tires. I'm, I'm suspecting sabotage. I think somebody's sneaking, uh, sneaking yeah. out of your property at night and, and letting the air out. It's going flat at work. Well, you're noticing it at work. I don't know. You think somebody's doing it here? You well, said it was driving know. funny. It was, yeah. So yeah. something happened on the way yeah. here. But, it, yeah, I don't know. It's hard to say. I still suspect sabotage. I certainly communists, probably. Yeah. Are you uh, going to need uh, my uh, AAA card again, uh, nah, Jack? This one would be easy to change. Oh, okay. Wait a All minute. Right. You're not allowing others to use your AAA card, are you? No, he did That's not do fraud. that. Oh, no, we, no, we, we, no. We, that was apocryphal. I will call AAA. <laughs> yeah. It's just let's, a radio bit. That was a radio yes, bit. Let's of get course. To, let's get, get to the news now with Marshall Phillips. On a more serious note, the Vatican finally responding to a Pennsylvania grand jury report out earlier this week that found more than 1,000 children were or molested and raped by more than 300 members of the clergy since the 1940s in the state. And the church leaders had covered it up and didn't protect children from the predator priests. The Vatican expressing shame and sorrow and called the abuse criminally and morally reprehensible. Pope Francis was not quoted in the strongly worded statement, but spokesman Greg Burke told victims that, quote, the Pope is on their side. They need to make stronger statements, and I've been saying this for 20 years. How long, when, when did this first, like, really erupt? Obviously, it's been going on maybe forever, but certainly been going on for, for decades and decades and decades and decades. But um, they need to make much stronger statements. It needs to be like, you cannot be part of our leadership or part of our church in any way if you're doing this. You can be a Catholic. We welcome everybody with all their faults and sins right. to worship Jesus as we do. But you cannot be part of our organization at all. And we are going to get rid of everyone who does this. And and or announce a massive reorganization. With a, and, and they have done some of that, from what I understand, but... That would take a lot of people who currently live in a home for free and drive a car for free voting to end that. Right, that indeed. not easy to do. And people giving up power, as we'll illustrate right. in a couple of minutes about a current scandal going on. Meanwhile, the U.S. Conference of Catholic Bishops asked for the Vatican to investigate the scandal involving former Cardinal Theodore McCarrick, who allegedly engaged in sexual misconduct with children and with adult seminarians. McCarrick is the 88-year-old retired Archbishop of Washington, D.C. He was ordered removed from the public ministry by Pope Francis in June, pending a full investigation. Keeping in mind that the guy who currently has the job was part of the massive cover-up yes. in Pennsylvania. His successor, that would be Donald Wuerl, the Bishop of Pittsburgh, now serving in D.C. Come on! You, re- you replace a rapist with a, a, a better of rapists? And the D.C. gig is not a minor gig. They're right. pretty careful who they put in there. you got to be, you know, a pretty serious guy. you got to be, uh, you know, pretty powerful to have that gig because you're right there at the seat of government. And you can't pick a non-sex criminal? That's just, it boggles the mind. A massive fire tornado being blamed for killing a fire inspector battling the car fire in Reading late last month. 
Cal Fire officials say 37-year-old Jeremy Stoke got caught up in the tornado that was about the size of three football fields at its base, raged at 165 miles an hour, and was 2,700 degrees. So a 3,000-degree whirlwind. Gigantic vortex of of, of death and destruction. That is something out of the uh, the Old Testament. That's just, that's unthinkable. Couldn't that melt anything? 3,000 degrees? Well, it's just, it would lay waste to anything and everything. Indeed. Stoke reportedly made an emergency call from the road reporting he was getting burned over and needed a water drop before crews lost touch with him. God bless him. That's terrible. Fighting to save uh, humans and property. He's a hero, indeed. Um, but you think about, you, you set your oven to 500 degrees, or oh, yeah. you know, my grill, if I'm going to clean my grill, it gets yeah. to five, 600 degrees. It incinerates everything. It's 2,700 degrees, it's just, it, I don't think the human mind can comprehend yeah, it. Yeah, that's, that's higher than the, uh, the heat needed to melt steel. So that would that just melt a car. Glass, metal, and everything. That's just astonishing. You know, with uh, I don't want to get off too far on the tangent, but... It is the sort of thing that legends would be told for hundreds of years and would be part of various religions, um, you know, after it was observed. Tesla shares are falling today as investors are dealing with another surprising development surrounding the CEO, Elon Musk. Musk admitting in an interview with the New York Times that stress is taking a heavy toll on him. The company been under pressure to increase production of its Model 3 sedan, and Musk said, he was working up to 120 hours a week and sometimes taking Ambien to get to sleep. The newspapers. So does that explain some of his erratic statements? And it's moves? got to. Yep. Yeah. Newspaper said Musk alternated between laughter and tears during the course of the interview. Oh man, Elon! It's time to get a little sleep. Number one, maybe take a few days off. We're with you, not against you, Elon. We love you. He said the last year has been the most difficult and painful ever. Yep. Excruciating. He also was standing by his tweet last week saying he might take Tesla private. He'd secured the funding to do so. Meanwhile, now the SEC investigation into the company reportedly is expanding. I don't know how how much money he's got. What's his net worth? Anybody know that? Can anybody look that up? But at some point when you're you're talking about this has been the most miserable year of my life, then she has to step away and say, wait a second, I've got... Have you come up with a number yet? Is it $20 billion? Uh, twenty-one to twenty-four billion. I'm yeah. seeing okay. Kind of At some point, do you do you step back and think I got twenty-four billion dollars? Why am I miserable? Yeah. Well, well, he's whether, he's whether a I, visionary. Whether I close down my car company and people make fun of Tesla forever, whatever. I I should find a way to be happy. Maybe I go to an island for the next six months and hang out with some hot chick. I mean, if, you'd think you could find a way to not be miserable. With $24 billion. What was his quote? Was his quote just the difficult year? Did he did he say Excruciating. miserable? Excruciating. Excruciating. Yeah. Yeah. Excruciating yeah, year. Yeah, I, uh, I think if, you can, painful. if huh. you can do that, you wouldn't be Elon Musk. I guess, yeah. Visionary, builder, go-getter, obsessive. Yeah, I don't I mean, know. he's got the car and the rockets and the uh, the, the Hyperloop well, thing I going. think it's awesome, and I'm all for the ambition, yep. and I'm glad he's doing a lot of that stuff. But at some point, if you're in pain and miserable, right. and you got unlimited money to do anything, you might not be doing it right. Yeah, I, I think maybe you get really strong CEOs for your three divisions. Tell them, fellas, I'm checking out for two months. Don't even talk to me. Then, uh, then for a month after that, I'll take your calls. Then I'll see you in you know December. I'm out for a while. I would think, but again, he's an obsessive genius. 
It's got to be really hard for a guy like that to take his hands off the wheel. Apparently. There you go. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. Ring the bell, Michael. They found the world's oldest cheese, Jack. Stay with us. (laughs) So, uh, we haven't talked about the whole dust-up over taking people's security clearances. The guy who oversaw the Bin Laden raid said, President, take my security clearance, too, as a show of... If you're going to be all that. As a show of solidarity with John Brennan. All right. Uh, I suppose we can get into that at some point if you want. I got the reasons people walk away from relationships. It's Friday. Maybe you're planning on that or thinking about it. Huh? What kind of tease is that? <laughs> we'll help you end your love relationship. Well, maybe it's a good idea. <laughs> All right. It doesn't necessarily a good idea, but it could be a good idea. Right. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. You know what I think I want here? I think I'd like to hear Jimmy Fallon tell a funny story about having Aretha Franklin on The Tonight Show. Why not? And it goes something like this. When Aretha Franklin would come on your show, you'd have to turn the air conditioning off at like 8 a.m. So you couldn't, because it's bad for the vocal cords. So she doesn't, so no air conditioning for the whole day. And we keep it freezing in the studio. So I don't sweat like, you know, like, but anyways, no air conditioning. So the show comes out, Questlove almost faints. Uh, the people in the top row back there, it's like 115 degrees up there. It, the, the, all my jokes bomb. The show is terrible, but we have Aretha Franklin, which is the best. So, and then, so we get to the end of the show and I go, ladies and gentlemen, you know, the queen is called Aretha Franklin. And she walks out in a long fur coat. <laughs> you're kidding me, right? She's laughing. She's like, I'm cold. I go, you're kidding me. Come on. I wonder if she had a thyroid problem or something. Well, she's an old gal. Older folks she did that her whole life. No, the uh, want it so uh, having the air conditioner off because, you know, the right. whole made the air conditioner <clears throat> affect her singing, she yeah. said. Yeah. But um, she walked off stage in the middle of shows with a packed house because she thought the air conditioning was on and just left. Wow. Yeah, that's a little crazy. It's a little. Yeah, there yeah. there are a number of she was the original diva stories that came out yesterday. Which yeah. you know, I don't know if they need to come out the day you die. Give it a day. <laughs> Give it a day. Then kick her. But uh, it would seem that she was fully aware of her talent and uh, her place in the show business ladder and, oh, yeah. and used it. Right. She had very particular uh, writers and that sort of stuff, like mm-hmm. much more than the average person. So right. Whatever you get to do that, I guess. Although I don't know, I don't, I don't know. Is there, and is there any reason to, to to think that because somebody was really great at somebody that you're either you're really great at this, and you're either and then you separate that, you're either a nice person to most people or you're a jerk, mm-hmm. and you could be either. And I'm not sure it's related to anything at all to the talents. No, no, there are plenty of examples of people who are actually quite kind, uh, who are of enormous stature. I don't mean like 30 feet tall. I mean, they're big stars. <clears throat> so, But do you speak glowingly of people who were jerks just because they were 
really good at something. I mean, you can talk about the thing they were good at. She was sure. a great singer, but that, yeah. that doesn't mean I should. Yeah, I heard some stuff that was so over-the-top, unctuously worshipful in the last 24 right. hours. That's I it. couldn't take yeah, it. Yeah, the worshipful stuff is a little weird. If yeah. you know, I don't know that she was a bad person. There were a number of stories yesterday that made her sound like she's yeah. a little prickly. On the other hand, you know, there are plenty of stories of folks from that generation, particularly black artists, but really any any musician. I've been ripped off more times than I can count as a musician. Um, they got that way because they'd been stolen from so many times and abused so many times. Like Chuck Berry was, is notorious, notoriously difficult. He would not play a note until he'd been paid in full in cash. Hmm. Well, for good reason. I don't know. I didn't live her life. Gave birth at age 12. Good Lord. For instance. So they found some 3,200-year-old cheese in an Egyptian tomb. Put that on a Ritz? <laughs> and die. It's full of uh, brucella, brucella. It causes brucellosis. Mm. You just cut that yeah, off. Yeah, you scrape that off yeah. and you get to the middle part that's perfectly fine. I suppose so. It was found, uh, Jack, in the uh, capital of ancient Egypt. Do you know the capital of ancient Egypt? Egypt City. <laughs> Memphis. Oh, really? How about that? Barbecue, Graceland, capital ancient <laughs> Egypt. That must have been when the continents were together. Anyway, <laughs> they found some really, really old uh, death cheese. <laughs> a poll of what causes people to quit a relationship. I don't believe any of this. I don't like them no more. It's got to be number one. This is one of those polls I don't believe, yet I will probably read anyway. <laughs> First of, all, Probably. first of all, it was uh, I've heard it like five times today on various news outlets. None of them will tell you this, that it was done by Delta Dental. What? They just leap right into the fact that the number one reason people leave a relationship is poor hygiene, particularly their teeth. Oh, for God's sake. Polls done by Delta <laughs> Dental, and then... And they leave that out. And then idiot news outlets report it just like, you know, it's clearly Gallup or something, or the, <laughs> the census. I just can't take Delta the media Dental. anymore. I can't I know. take it. I know, it's all such crap. I can believe a lot of the rest of this stuff, though. I don't think you'd end a relationship, but kind of a list of things that are... Uh, top to bottom of things that bother you in a relationship. Looks through my phone without permission. Is lax uh, lax flossing on there? <laughs> lax flossing doesn't yeah. floss. Number one, bad, bad, uh, bad. Too much plaque. Number two, poor gum health. Exactly. <laughs> Gingivitis. <laughs> Looks through it's phone. The, to me. It's the fourth social disease. Forty-six percent said they don't like it when their partner looks through their phone without permission. That's an interesting one, because, you know, you, you could obviously go with if you got nothing to hide, what the hell difference does it make? I don't know. Um, I don't look through my wife's purse, not because I'm worried about anything in there. It just doesn't, it's just not my business. So Yeah, I'm kind of big on trust. I decided many years ago on the golf course, I play with some guys who cheat sometimes. I don't know why they do. We're not playing for much money. What's the matter with you? Um, but I figured... I would much rather not even watch, not even, I would, I will ruin my time sure. trying to root out oh, yeah. s- s- small sins. Absolutely. So to hell with it. Exactly. Um, they get jealous. 43% of people don't like a partner that gets jealous. That's always, a, that's a tough one. I've known people that don't like it if their, if their partner doesn't get jealous. Well, that right. bothers them. And I know some people who are really good people, but they do things that just it's asking too much of their significant other. 
They're too flirty. They're too right. forward. Right. You just you can't ask that of somebody. So, you know, like most things in life, there's a line somewhere. I mean, you got your possessive, controlling, uh, dangerous weirdo freak on the one hand, and then you got your, uh, excuse me, you're, you're dancing naked. You're giving guys lap dances. That's, stop it. <laughs> I always remember this because I'd never encountered. And I'm talking from the hetero male point of view, but obviously it cuts all sorts of different ways. I had never encountered this before, but I'm, I'm at some event. I know it was a radio event of some time, but, but it's like a big, uh, dark drinking affair of some sort with music. Ah, yes. And I'm talking to somebody that we worked with. Anyway, all of a sudden, and we're talking, all of a sudden she stands, she moves over and stands right up next to me, like our shoulders touching, which was weird because we're just coworkers or whatever. But yeah. I said, what are you doing? She said, my boyfriend just walked in. I want to make him jealous. I thought, you, you are evil personified. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. How about you not include me in your yeah, crazy? Yeah, exactly. No room in your crazy for me. Yeah, I took a step away. I thought, that, I thought, that happens? Has that happened to me? Did that people do that? That is not cool. Anyway, so make sure you don't have too much plaque. And you'll be just fine. Or you'll be to rejected. Delta, Delta Dental. <laughs> what my breakfast says about America. Coming up, stay with us. We're trying to nail down uh, a guy who knows a lot about this synthetic marijuana that killed a whole bunch of people, and it's all over the country. What is it? What do you watch out for? Oh, just don't stay the hell away from it. He says one thing it's not is synthetic marijuana. No, that's a weird name it got. It's, it's just a drug. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show.